0: Blob Talk Radio Hi everybody, welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather My name is Ann Ortley, I'm an astrologer here in New York I'm broadcasting tonight from the bright red desk And uh, I'm wishing you a wonderful beginning of the week Of January 19th of 2020 It is a holiday weekend, Tomorrow's is uh, Martin Luther King Day So many people are off tomorrow, which is always fun um, And it is a time when we celebrate uh, Kind of our thinking back on where we can be of service, where we can maybe change things, where we can work towards our own dreams, and of course, it's always nice to have a day off in January and to kind of sit back and say, yeah, you know, what am I doing and where am I going and and why am I doing it? So um, we've had a lot of stuff going on in the world, um, as we anticipated with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction Uh, As they met up in Capricorn and formed on last Sunday, Um, and we've moved the articles of impeachment off to the White House or off to the Senate. We start the impeachment hearings this week. We start the Senate trial. We had the impeachment in the House um, before. Uh, We have in New York, we have a bunch of trials going on. We have Harvey Weinstein trial. The jury got picked and we have uh, Michael Avenatti's trial starting and there's a few others. So it's big, big news in the world, energy that way. And I have a lot of people that are making major changes, you know, or they quit their job or they left or they were fired or they just said, you know, I'm leaving. We did see Harry and Meghan. Reach on uh, Friday afternoon, the queen published what they're doing. And, of course, it was a moon in Scorpio uh, where they said they're going to pay back for Frogmore and they're going to rent it from her. And they're off to their new life and they're not HRHs anymore. They're still the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So, you know, what, you know, model after Harry and Meghan and kind of say, hey, you know, what, do I, what am I looking for? And a lot of people are really thinking about what that structure looks like. And, uh, you know, I was talking to someone uh, this week, and they were like, you know, everybody I know is so depressed. And, uh, you know, I have this group that meets at my house once once a month, and one of them was saying, you know, depression is the past when we look to the past, and anxiety is when we look to the future. And so if we live in the middle, we're, you know, we're good. We're hanging in the middle. So the the energy's very intense and I will just kind of poke out a little stuff especially for the virgos and the or for another virgos the geminis and the leos because you're having what's called a finger of god in your chart right and when you have a finger of god it stimulates things And it makes you feel like you're at a choice point and that you have to make decisions and that God is coming to you and kind of tapping on your head. And we can have them in the heavens, but we also can have a planet in the sky form a finger of God to our natal positions. So if you have planets at 22, 23, 24, where Saturn and Pluto are now, any planets they're getting an aspect from Saturn and Pluto. If you look at your chart, you'll see a little circle looks like the degree sign like your oven temperature. Anything 20, 22, 23, 24, those are really under enormous developmental pressure. We know it's in Capricorn, but all of the other planets have some kind of relationship to every other planet and if they all are at this if they're at that number, they're waking up. And then of course the Geminis and the Leos if they have stuff at 22, 20, 20 to 24, they're really feeling a finger of God because Saturn is forming with the Leo and the Gemini planets and in conjunct. And in conjuncts require us to make an adjustment, to make a change, to do something different. They, they, they beg consciousness. They're an Aries, Virgo, Scorpio energy. So Aries says, I'm ready to go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Virgo goes, do you have your mittens? Do you have your hat? Do you have your coat? It's cold outside. Do you have the directions? Do you have enough money in your wallet? And then Scorpio goes, why do we have to go through all this stuff every time we try and leave the house? Can't we just focus on whatever we want to do? And so they kind of all weigh in and and they can be a little paralyzing, you know. And a lot of times people, when the finger of God comes through, they feel like it's pointing at their life. And looking at them and saying, you know, this is what I am. This is who I am. And, you know, with its Saturn, sometimes it can feel like we don't really measure up. Because Saturn, of course, is the planet of rules and regulations and shoulds. And this is who we are. And so if you find yourself or you find your friends talking to you, "Oh, my choices, I can't believe I did this, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. You want to say to them, okay, well, this is where you've gotten so far based on the choices you've made. Change your choices, i.e., change your life, change your, because you're changing your choices, you're going to change your behaviors, and then you're going to be able to move forward, right? If, on the other hand, it's the Virgo type, right? It's anxiety. How many of you are running extra ang- anxious right now? Like, what's going to happen? How's it going to happen? What's going to happen? What am I got? And, of course, there's very many things in the world for us to pop our anxiety onto. We're going to war with Iran. We're going to war with Iraq. You know, what's going to happen with Harry and Meghan? You know, they have to pay back, you know, all the Virgo stuff, the criticism energy. Well, I don't know how that's going to work. That's going in the forward direction where we don't have any control yet. We're not there yet. We can make a plan, and I always say, I mean, I'm a Virgo. I get neurotic and worried about stuff, and I always go, okay, my, virotic, my neurotic Virgo is showing up, so what it makes me feel better is if I make a plan. I got to make a list, and if I have a plan, a plan A, a plan B, then I'm then I'm good to go, right? So for the nervous, neurotic, anxious, anxiety, running anxiety, a lot of people are running a lot of anxiety, that's why, and it, it it's kind of Saturn-Pluto- it's a pretty heavy-duty combination. You know, it's it's the, you know, <laughs> these are the big guys in the chart, and they're not the easy guys. And I uh, was talking to someone earlier today, and, and she's doing a documentary on astrology, and so she came by, and we were kind of catching up on some stuff, and she said, yeah, you know, I was talking to this astrologer, and she said, you know, Jupiter with Saturn Pluto is not going to make it easier. I said, well, Jupiter with Saturn-Pluto is going to magnify Saturn-Pluto, right? Going to magnify our need to take responsibility, magnify our need to step in, magnify that sense of, wow, this is where I am. What else do I want, right? What what else is the vision? What else is next? So it's really important for all of us to kind of take a step back. The, the solution, the solution, because there always is a solution. The chart talks to us about where to go. One of the solutions is to Neptune because there's a sextile. And with Neptune, what you want to do is say, okay, let me dream, let me meditate, let me unhook from my anxiety. Let me just live in the moment, breathe. Neptune, of course, is prayer. Lower form, drug and alcohol, right? So you, know, you might be feeling a little bit like overeating, sugar binging, uh, dr- drinking, drugging. That's all up because this is how you cope, right, or how you used to cope. So with Neptune there, doing higher form Neptune, meditating, praying, listening to music, just sitting in your chair with your eyes closed. You know, I had taken yesterday off, I usually work on the weekends, and I'd taken part of yesterday off to to do all this stuff. And I ended (laughs) up spending a lot of time sitting on the couch, sitting in my green chair, reading a book, and, uh, you know, and it was like I needed that. I needed like an unhooked day, right? So it's really finding what nurtures you. Max, if you knock that water over, and Max has been a little out of control with the water lately. He dumped it on my keyboard the other day. I, was, I yelled at him. Um, so that's one place, the Neptune. Sorry for the interruption. Thank you, Max. Then the other place is Uranus is in Taurus. And he is saying to you, What is it creatively you want to grow, right? What's calling you creatively to grow? That's the other place to go. Those are the two solutions. And they help. They help a lot because then you're going to feel like, well, I can't really do anything over here and I'm feeling a little oppressed, depressed, repressed, and I can't really go over here because I'm I'm too anxious and I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, So I'm kind of trapped. You're right. You're trapped. Okay, so go over to the other places in the chart where there, is, there was hope, where there is an option to change. There's a vision, and that's the space. Now, we are still in eclipse season, right? So the eclipse season started two weeks before Christmas. It hit on Christmas the 26th. It hit when Harry and Meghan quit. It finishes this week when we have the new moon in Aquarius. So we're in releasing phase of the emotional stage, right? Because it's a lunar eclipse. Everybody was very emotional when they quit. And now we're releasing that. And we're saying, okay, well, new vision, new idea. So we have the new moon eclipse this week. The sun shifts into Aquarius this week. gets out of Capricorn. So the sun's going to get a little lighter. It's going to start looking for a bigger picture. It's going to start looking for your plan. It's going to not feel like it's rolling around in the Earth, held down by Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter, it's going to feel like, wow, I'm pulling out. Let me get going, right? And it's important as it pulls out and pulls away, when the sun shifts into Aquarius, for you to do the higher form of Saturn in Aquarius, which is, you know, Saturn rules both Capricorn and Aquarius in our traditional rulership. And when he goes into Aquarius, it's about saying, okay, you know, what's my vision for the next chapter And it's really important, you know, if you're looking at your life and you're not happy with the structures that you have, um, you want to give it permission to move in a new direction and come up with whatever that new vision is. And And Aquarius, of course, is the sign of vision. It's when we go off, it's an air sign. It's a fixed air sign. It's when you look at the jet stream and you watch the weather come across the country, That's fixed air. That's Aquarian. It's the big picture. So back up, get the big picture, get a little vision. That new moon eclipse, the new moon that we have at four degrees Aquarius, is square to Uranus, who is moving forward. So this week, there's a lot of psychological breakthroughs, a lot of aha moments, a lot of, oh, wow, I get it, a lot of, okay, do I stay as part of the pack, Capricorn, Or do I give myself permission to step forward and claim my own mind, my own thought, my own independence? What does that look like? And it gets a little out of the mob mentality, Capricorn. You have to follow the rules. You have to follow the structures. And it gets a little more into freedom, freedom. So it's important to kind of give yourself permission to have the big picture this week. And I will be doing a webinar at 7.30 tonight, information on my website on how to sign up. We were trying to get a newsletter out, but, you know, it's been that kind of week. <laughs> we, were, we weren't having our Megix and our Brexit here. We were having our Annex. <laughs> um, so there is a webinar tonight at 7.30, which, of course, you can buy and listen to later in the week. Um And it is at 4 Aquarius. This new moon is at 4 Aquarius. And it's kind of a juicy new moon. It's pretty nice. So it invites us to this new beginning. And, of course, it ends eclipse season. More importantly than inviting us into the new thing is the ending of all the stuff that's been going on since two weeks before the 26th. So that's what, uh, 14 minus 26, since the 12th of December we've been in eclipse season and don't you feel like you've learned a lot of stuff you didn't know before don't you feel like you've had a lot of your own aha moments and don't you feel like the world's had a lot of oh my god aha moment right that's eclipses they bring things to light we hadn't seen they realign us to our path sometimes we quit jobs sometimes we just see something and once we see it we can never go back other times we take action and we say, i got to go be me like Harry and Meghan did. And I do want to encourage you, You know, whatever you feel about the royal family or their charts or whatever, is just to take that as an example of I'm going to put my own spin on my own life. And that they're attempting to do it, regardless of how it turns out, unimportant, they have a plan. They have a vision. They have a, okay, this is what I need to do. And we wanna honor that me too, I'm on it, I'm in it, I am, energy, and to recognize that this is a very pivotal moment. This whole year is, you know, I don't wanna minimize how intense this year is gonna be. And one of the reasons we didn't get the newsletter out was I you know, I kinda dictate Rose types, we work on the newsletter. And she was like, It's kinda negative, Anne and I'm like, All right, well we'll we'll look at it. We'll figure it out. We'll make it a little more optimistic. Well, we didn't get there, so probably a good thing. Not wanted to send out negative, but wanting to send out the energy is very intense right now. And maybe you run out of time, you run out of space, you run out of mojo, or you you know and that's okay. It's part of what we're doing. That is okay. It's like don't worry about it. It's where you are. Kind of like when they do when you first start yoga and everybody around you is bending their bodies into weird positions and you're kind of like, ah, I can't do that. And it's like and the good yoga teachers say, you are where you are. You're where you are. And you're like, yeah, and your body can't do it yet. And you're like, yeah. And it's like, okay, that's where you are. That's Saturn and Pluto. Accurate assessment of where you are. And if you don't like it, you can change it. The beauty of Saturn and Pluto says... We're asking you how you want to metamorph, how you want to change, what you want to do differently. What's that new chapter look like? And it's really important for you to kind of take time rather than mulling around in the... I mean, I'm not going to say get rid of the old, but rather than mulling around in the old and feeling bad, looking and saying, okay, what's the future look like? What's the vision of the next? Because that's the space of growth. Does that make sense to folks? And I really do want you to think that I can't go back. That's the depressed. I can't go forward yet because it's not time. I'm right where I am. And then I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to radically accept and be grateful for your life where you are, to kind of just sit down with yourself, with your God, with your meditation tape, with your crystals, with your cat, your dog, your husband, your wife, your children, and say, I radically accept where we are. I'm totally grateful on many levels for my life thus far. And there's some stuff I want to change. All right. But I'm, what am I grateful for? Because when you pay attention to that, it really helps get rid of all the other stuff that's making you a little crazy. And I will say, this is one of those weeks where you can feel a little crazy. Um, and that's okay, you know. But remember, it's temporary. It's a transit, not forever big turning points, everybody's going, "Aha, ha, uh-huh, uh uh-huh. And remember, if some of your relatives are a little crazy or some of your friends are a little off or your boss is, like, running wild, they're having these transits, too. <laughs> and when they say to you, is there something going on in the sky? What's going on in the sky? You know, this is when they know you know astrology and they come over and they settle up to you and they go, so, like, what's going on up there? And tell them, we're at this huge crossroads. And it's okay if you don't know where you're going. It's, that's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Just kind of be in the moment. Ram Dass died in his book, Be Here Now. Be here now. That's it. That's your only job. Be in the moment and don't worry about the future. Just kind of say, okay, this is where I am. And then if you sit there quietly without drugs and alcohol, just in a communion state with your soul, you'll listen. It'll whisper. You'll hear the silence inside speak. You'll hear the silence inside speak. All right, so let's look at the moons. It's a little long-winded today. Um, and again, uh, New Moon webinar uh, at 7.30 on Blog Talk Radio. All right, um, actually, no, not on Blog Talk Radio. On <laughs> On GoToMeeting. All right, um, all these wonderful service providers. Okay, so today the moon is in Sag. Uh, it went into Sagittarius at 541, and it's in Sagittarius today, tomorrow, and all day Tuesday, okay? It goes void tomorrow night at 1146 p.m., and it is void all day Tuesday because it goes into Capricorn at 1159 p.m. These are all Eastern times on Tuesday the 21st, right before midnight. So tomorrow's Martin Luther King Day. Sun enters Aquarius bright and early in the morning. And we have this lovely moon in Jupiter, moon in Sag in Jupiter's sign. So it's a very good day to take some time and to think about, like, what's important to you. And as the sun enters Aquarius, we start 30 years, 30 days, 30 years, 30 days of winter. Uh, winter, winter, and summer, summer for our summer are below the horizon, friends. Below the equator, friends. So Monday the 21st, even though the moon goes void uh, at 11:46 p.m. it's going to go void with the squared neptune which can be a little overdoing but it also is a visionary energy right and i um you know i'm always encouraging people to aim high with their arrows because that venus the moon squared neptune is an important energy and you know i turn on the youtube and you know work on things and Uh, kind of as background noise so the other day oprah's doing a 2020 vision quest thing so she had lady gaga on and then she had tina fey on in minneapolis and tina fey was saying i'm kind of at a crossroads (laughs) i had a dream of being on snl and i had a, a dream of uh having my own tv show and i had a dream of a husband and a couple kids and she said "And i've done it all and i'm like now what and Oprah's like, yeah, yeah, I had the same thing. You know, I got to the end and I, I moved a little fast into the new dream. I felt like I had to pick. I had to know. I had to do it. She's like, I kind of wish I'd waited a little. It's doing okay now, but it was a lot of struggle. So Oprah said to Tina, you know, wait until you're clear what you want to do next. There'll be a new dream that comes in. You just have to watch for it. So this is when we're going to pay attention with that moon square Jupiter Neptune, rather, if the dream comes in these next couple days. And it may not. So if it doesn't, you didn't do anything wrong. The moon is void all day, Monday the 21st, going into Capricorn late at night. It'll be in Capricorn all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, going void at 9.08 p.m. with a conjunction to Saturn. So that's a serious commitment to work and new structures and how they're going to move. Moon is void all night, Thursday night, from 9.08 on. And then it goes into Aquarius bright and early on Friday morning at 8.20 in the morning. And it's an Aquarius Friday, Saturday, going void at 2.06 p.m. with a conjunction to Mercury. And that is the Chinese New Year. That is the year of the rat. Uh, The year of the rat is, you know, very much about getting stuff done. Rats are very strategic also. Uh, moon it goes void at 2.06 p.m. And, you know, for those of you who go the Chinese stuff, you know, what do they do? They have five systems, five five cycles of 12, which gets us to 60. And they have uh, an element. each. There's an animal for each year, which corresponds to Jupiter, right? We have Jupiter takes a year to go around the chart. And that's how we get the animal system in the Chinese astrology. And I remember every, astro- every culture has astrology, which is kind of cool. Uh, So next Saturday at 2.06 p.m. The moon goes void and it goes void with a conjunction to Mercury and it's void all night, Saturday night, all Saturday afternoon, Saturday night and it's void until 6.44 p.m. on uh, Sunday night when it goes into Pisces. And then when it's in Pisces, its closing aspect is a sextile to Saturn and it's going to be in Pisces the 26th and the 27th. So it's got kind of, a, you know, it's kind of a, you know, nice moons. The, you know, a little overdoing on Monday. Good constructive void moon on Tuesday, but you can get a lot done. And then uh, getting stuff done, energy with these moons, you know, committing, signing up. The new moon is at four degrees twenty-two minutes of Aquarius. So that's always a new beginning. And remember, you have a new moon in every house in your chart in the course of a year. So this one is the Aquarius new moon and it inaugurates the Chinese New Year. Um okay, so the lights, the planets. The sun goes from um 29 uh from 0 Aquarius where it is now into about 2. Now when we get to winter, the sun goes a little slow, right? So it's not moving that quickly. Uh and it gets uh it gets a little higher than 2 actually. This is not quite right. It gets up to I love astrology. I love when I say things that are wrong. It'll do. The sun moves seven degrees and it gets to. It gets up to eight by the end of the week. Um, But it doesn't have aspects towards the back of the week, which means everybody else is playing and doing stuff. The other planets are working harder than the sun this week. Remember, the sun in Aquarius is detached. It likes to sit back and it likes to watch. And one of the things they're talking about with the Senate impeachment trials is the senators have to sit there for eight hours and they can't talk and they have to watch. So we're going to have the sun in Aquarius being the audience. You know, the sun in Aquarius is a sign of the audience because Leo, in its rulership, is the the sign of, da da look at me, look at me. So um, very detached sun this week doesn't do much. On the 22nd, it has some really big understanding of stuff. And then on the 23rd, the sun squares Uranus. So that's kind of an aha moment, Uh, like, oh, my God, aha, I get it, right? So it's kind of an aha, but not necessarily now that I have the aha, what am I going to do? And I would guess that's when Harry leaves to come back to the States. Um, And then the end of the week, uh, the sun goes into Aquarius, and we begin that next new cycle. Right, um, or, I mean the sun has the new moon at the end of the week Mercury this week goes from 8 Aquarius to 18 Aquarius He's moving pretty quick He's going 10 degrees in a week He has an aspect to the nodes of fate tomorrow The 21st An adjustment energy about Is this what you really want And maybe it is and maybe it's not And you want to make it be clear Mercury in Aquarius is pretty clear um, Then he has hard aspects to Jupiter and Venus uh, and he forms kind of a little stressful bundle of energy on Wednesday the 23rd, uh, where he's kind of, or on um, Thursday the 23rd, where he's kind of feeling a little, a little out of sorts about things. And he takes very positive action on the 25th. And he says, okay, this is what I'm going to do now because he has a sextile to Mars, Mercury and Aquarius on the world point, sextiles Mars and Sagittarius has a vision. And then next week on the 26th, He's a little stressed strategically because he has a little bit of anxiety. So we're going to watch for that anxiety on the the 26th and the 27th. Venus this week runs from 8 Pisces to 16. And when I give you these degrees, that means everything in your chart between 8 and 16 is going to get some kind of aspect from Venus. She's going to be talking to them, right? When we get to... um, Tomorrow, she has a really nice aspect with the nodes of fate after a little bit of stress tonight during the dreams. A lot of of people are having stressful dreams, too. That's part of this new visioning coming in. Um, So she has a really good, nice little trine to that north node, and she says, all right, this is what I want to do, because she's exalted in Pisces, right? But, But knowing that she's doing it, she has a little stress around how to get there. Once she figures that out on the 23rd, she is good to go. She has a sextile, which her annual sextile to Jupiter, where she says, yes, this is what I'm going to create and make. And it's a closing sextile, opening sextile. So she's out launching new directions from when she joined with Jupiter about a month ago, about two months ago. Um, we also have her modifying and changing the home and hearth on the 25th she also has some really good ideas on the 26th some organizing ideas or ways to make things work a little better in partnership in relationship, in and relationship and connection then she does have a fight with Mars on the 26th at 836 so that's a good day to have a fight with partner about or with someone who's trying to tell you what to do and you don't want to do it. So just kind of know they're they're a little spat between Venus and Mars. Mars is in sad. She's being a little bossy. Venus is in Pisces. She's not really in the mood to be bossed around. And he's not taking into consideration her feelings. And then she has a little tear. She cries a little on the 27th, the 26th and the 27th, because there's a little fight and a little tear. That also is a big breakup aspect. Um, So if you didn't break up, uh, you know, over the Christmas holidays, this is when you quit, or you change, or you leave your job, or you go do something else. Mars this week not particularly aspected, not particularly busy, running from 10 to uh, hang on, 10 to 14 of Sag, but he does have a parallel to Saturn, which is a war aspect, and that's on the 21st and but it's a it's a parallel by declination remember mars mars is in sag and pluto's in capricorn so you want to watch for where you're being blindsided or where you're not getting the information you're supposed to get so it's really important to pay attention to the stories being told and then as you hear them because there's a lot of neptune this week too look at the story and go do i really believe this is this really true and that's the important energy with the mars-pluto aspect because it is a war aspect but it's a war (laughs) aspect a little bit of disinformation um on the 25th uranus tries athena so there's a brilliant idea or a brilliant breakthrough that happens on the weekend and pluto has an aspect with eris this week on the 26th so the 26th is tough we've got about five aspects landing in that day And Pluto is having five squares to Eris, the goddess of discord, over the last next year and a half, next year, two years, really. Uh, And he is, they're both direct, they're both clear, they're both on it, and they're both moving forward, right? So whatever the argument is this weekend, really pay attention, or whatever the argument is that starts on the 23rd, pay attention to how it unfolds over the weekend. And with if you do that, it will help enormously because the whole idea here is clarity around what you're doing. Mercury is incredibly clear right now. He's seeing everything very, very, very clearly. Not much he can do about it, but he's seeing it. And he is going to have a Mercury retrograde in a few weeks as he goes into Pisces which allows him to reverse some things. But the Aquarius Mercury is very strategic and very smart. So it's real important for all of us to have our thinking caps on and to kind of go, is this is this is really what I want? Hmm, mm-hmm. And the answer is yes, great. The answer is no. Okay, how do I want to change it? Because right? that's the next chapter. As Mercury f- flies off into Aquarius ahead of the sun, you know, they are on the same sign, but Mercury is kind of an, acting as a i um, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm going off into the direction of the new signs be, before he stops to go retrograde, right? And he's going to stop in Pisces and go retrograde. But he is really gathering a lot of data for you. So on that note, I'm going to hang up, go get ready for uh, the, the New Moon webinar that takes place at 7.30, uh, and you can sign up on my website uh, and – um because we didn't get the newsletter out to remind people to sign up, we'll leave it. We normally raise the price the next day, but we'll leave it at the old rate or the, you know, the, the first-time rate, which is $17. And off you go. Have a great day, and I'm going to go modify my uh, webinar. Take care. Talk to you soon. And have a good week. The eclipses are leaving. The eclipses are leaving. You're almost done. Yay! And your life has changed, right? Take care. Bye-bye.